You're listening to Living the Word. I'm John Lawfin on AM 1220, The Word. Dr. Jason Carthen is a retired American football player, an academic, commentator, author, public speaker, and television personality. He is president and CEO of Redeemed Management and Consulting and an adjunct professor at Bethel University. Dr. Carthen is also an affiliated faculty member in business management at Indiana Wesleyan University, and he's the past host of the television show Joy in Our Town and TBN's Praise the Lord. He has been a busy man. Dr. Carthen, may I call you Jason? Uh, absolutely. Thank absolutely. you. Um, incredible. When I read about all the things with which you have been involved in the wake of your NFL career, yeah. I'm going, does this man sleep at all? <laughs> uh, it's, it's, how can he do this? Because I know you're conducting seminars and you're going, uh, you're traveling internationally, yes. trying to help uh, people in leadership positions be better leaders, for the most part, at least from what I've gleaned. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. My privilege. I was excited. I got the call. Yeah, well, thanks. So uh, let's talk about what you're doing. Okay. Um, what is the most recent thing you, you've been doing and what uh, led up to it all? I, that pretty much leaves it open for you. So yeah. Well, lots a couple of, of things. Um, I started the I Speak Life Academy, uh, and the I Speak Life Academy really allows people to follow after their dreams and their goals. And so every month we provide uh, business training and entrepreneurial endeavors. We really help them to kind of figure out next steps through a business plan, trying to figure out what skill sets they'll need through uh, personality assessments, that sort of thing. And really through the I Speak Life Academy, it sort of catapults them into their destiny, in my opinion. So. Is this a local uh, entity? Yes, yes. So how local? Where? Uh, right off of uh, Rockside here. Oh, really? <laughs> IWU, yeah. We use their facilities, but people come from all over. Uh, IWU, Indiana Wesleyan yeah, Indiana University. Indiana Wesleyan University. Yeah, which is near the intersection of Rockside Road and I-77. In fact, just off uh, the exit there. Yes. So this is where you do it. And and who are the folks who come? Are these young business people, <clears throat> old business people? Great question. It, it's, it's both and. Really, we have people that are just starting out. They may have just graduated. They may have their undergrad, but they don't really want to go into just a, a normal everyday job. So they want to do some things that are uh, entrepreneurial in their emphasis. So when they actually come in I Speak Life, they have all these ideas and they want to figure out, well, what are next steps? How do I make this thing happen? So we do mm -hmm. an assessment on the front side to kind of see what are your strengths? You know, what do you feel passionate about? You know, if you if you have some goals and some plans in life, then let's sort of ferret those out and make sure we understand the pathway you want to go on. And once they've done that, then we start digging deeper. We start talking about leadership skills. We start talking about corporate finance, uh, business and personal finance. We start talking about some of the do's and don'ts, you know, on the HR side, because all of that stuff is in my background. And I allow them to really glean from that. And it helps them to move forward, whether or not they are already in a position and they want to improve in terms of leadership and conflict resolution, or they want to start their own business. The I Speak Life Academy allows them to do that. So you're talking to budding entrepreneurs. Yeah, budding and, entrepreneurs. And uh, you're helping them put together whatever their dream is. Yes. Uh, and you said personality assessments, things like Myers-Briggs. Yep, and, MBTI. Yeah, I'm certified in, in all of those, the LPI, Leadership Practices Inventory. Yeah, you can, yeah. the acronym, the, yeah, you're going to have sorry, to spell things to, out. <laughs> and that's a bad I'm, thing, I'm, this too. Is, this, is, this is radio for dummies here. <laughs> you know, it's Jason, so funny. I don't have a PhD. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> so that's all right. Help me out here. 
that PhD made me realize I had a lot more to learn. <laughs> That's yeah. what it told me. Isn't that so. an adage that so many people in education say? Oh, yeah. I, the more I learn, the more I realize how little I know and how much more I need to learn. That's right. But that can be said of all of us. That's without, right. Without a doubt. That's so right. a young entrepreneur comes to you and says, I have an idea for a business. Mm -hmm. Can you help me put my dream together? Yes. And you say, well, let me give you some guidelines to try to follow that will allow you to uh, have a better chance for success. Yes. And, and John, you just, you laid it out. Now, you, you really tied it up with a beautiful bow, but what happens, they come to me and they have all these different pathways. Either they have tried or they want to try. And, you know, at the, on the front side, when I talk about the assessments, if you don't have a background in business, but you decide, hey, I'm going to start this business and I just want to do all these great things, if you don't have a foundation, it's going to be very difficult. So we really help them to develop that foundation and grow with it, you know, along the way. Do you have a, a, a story that uh, you can use as an example of something that may or may not have worked when you dealt with somebody? Sure, sure. Um, well, and this is this is tough, you know, without saying any names. We had someone come into the uh, I Speak Life Academy and just a, a fantastic person, great heart, uh, loved the Lord, and they wanted to do some things, but they had already gotten kind of far behind. You know, they had, they had started their business and they were having some challenges with it. And it was difficult. It was difficult to come out of that, you know, because at this point we're trying to help people get the start and then refine it as they go, you know, with touch points along the way. But by the time they came to us with I Speak Life Academy, it was it was sort of difficult at that point. So they'd already made a bunch of mistakes and had gone in a direction that wasn't the best <laughs> yes. one for them. And now they were trying for remedial measures as opposed to, how do I get this started on the right foot? Yeah, John, you're making me laugh because you're keeping it real, and I'm trying to be nice, but, but yes. No, yeah, well, I mean, that happens all the time. But, you know, there are a lot of successful business people who had many failures. They failed once, they failed again, they failed a third time, and it wasn't until, like, number five that actually, oh, well, now I've made all these mistakes, I know what not to do, and uh, I'm entrepreneurial enough that now that I get it, I can be successful in this latest endeavor. Yes. So, there, you know, there's something to be said for that. I mean, it's sort of like uh, uh, redemption and forgiveness. You know, yes. we come to God every day, or at least I do. I'll speak mm -hmm. for myself and say, oh, me too. Lord, forgive me for what I have done today. I blew it again. I, I, I knew I, I, I tried not to. I, I, But you know me. I'm a jerk. And so I did it again. <laughs> so I'm, I'm on my knees there again saying, please forgive me. Yep. And uh, yeah, I that's guess a good practice. I guess there's a parallel. There, yeah, you know. absolutely. And uh -huh. I and I think one of the interesting things, just a sort of uh, a caveat with that, you know, when that individual realized that they were so far, you know, into it and they had been making mistakes, they decided, okay, well, I'm gonna do some things differently now. And mm -hmm. so we were able to still give them the the tools that they would need to be successful the next time around. And, and that's what we do. I mean. Everything that I do uh, with Jason Carthen Enterprises and Redeem Management Consulting, we want to equip people. You know, we want to motivate, inspire, and challenge them, you know, to really reach new heights in life. And at the end of the day, I know that that's what my purpose and my call is in life. Mm -hmm. And I'm very intentional with that. Very oh, you've been intentional in everything you've oh, done. Oh, thank you, brother. And your resume is just incredible. Thank you. Uh, the work you've done as an undergrad, 
as a professional football player for a number of years, including a professional in Germany. Yeah, yeah, and that, hey. was, that, that was awesome. That was good. That was a, American football in a place where football is a whole different thing. That's right, and they the, the people, they actually are fantastic, though. I mean, they love the idea of American football. They used to call us uh, football spielers, and that was their idea of, well, these are players, but they're American football players. What, is, what does spieler mean? Player, the, football play. player. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I yeah, it, it's you know I'm I'm into the other the world football yes. football, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, even there you were uh, uh, what what a special teams yeah, um, leader I, yes and led the league uh, yep, yeah special teams so, and then that notwithstanding if that's not enough then on you go to a master's degree mm-hmm. and a PhD yes. and also off to Harvard to yes. get a business accreditation mm-hmm. so that if folks are coming to you and now that I've just kind of done a little thumbnail on your, your resume, people are going, I want to connect with this guy. So how can they yeah. do that? Wow. Well, a couple of ways. You know, I'm ap- absolutely on all the social media, so Twitter, at Jason Carthen. But if they want to go to my okay, website. Okay, well, then spell us this all out. Okay. So that, okay. Because <laughs> when I first went to look for you, I did not spell Carthen correctly. Okay. So all right. So help me out. Uh, but Carthen is C-A-R-T-H-E-N. So JasonCarthen.com. Dark, is, dot com. Yep, that's it. If you just if you go to jasoncarthen.com, you'll see all the social media links on there, all that stuff, Facebook, my fan pages. uh Pinterest, Instagram, and if you go on Instagram, you get a chance to see me all over the world. You know, I mean, I've I take pictures. My beautiful bride is here; they can't see her, but she goes with me, and she takes. I can some see of the, her. She's beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah. uh, and she takes some of the greatest pictures, and mm-hmm. we put them up. We put them up on Instagram and put them on Facebook, and we love talking to people and interacting with people in that way. So they can follow us there. Uh huh. And if a young entrepreneur or somebody who is in some leadership capacity wants to connect with you at Indiana Wesleyan, mm-hmm. they can go there to say, hey, I'd like to sign up for, is it a class? Is, do you do it like on a weekly basis, a monthly basis? Is yeah. it uh, something that you, this is a six-month program or help, help me understand? Absolutely. It. Great question. If you go to jasoncarthen.com, you will see the full program layout. It's a six-month or a 12-month intensive program. It's once a month where you actually come on site for the I Speak Life Academy, and we take you through. It's about two hours where they're able to interact and learn and glean from. We get them all ready with their workbooks, uh, their videos, MP3s. All that stuff is made available to them, but you would actually sign up right at the website, jasoncarthen.com. You click on the link that says I Speak Life Academy. But also, when you go there, don't be inundated because you'll see the coaching that we provide as well. We do high-level coaching, but it's more one-on-one in that way. So, so the, the academy is a group. It's a class. Yes, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. so we have a half a dozen, a dozen, three or four? I mean, uh, You have six. If you, if you go for the six-month uh, period, you're going to have two times a month where you're going to be meeting. If you go for the annual, then you have one time a month. What, we also and how large is the group? Sorry. Oh, fifteen to twenty. Yeah, 15 to we 20. try and okay, keep that's it. What I was we asking. try and keep it pretty small. Not you know, yeah. fifteen to twenty is not that big. I mean, I've been in some where it's fifty people and it's hard to get around there. Sure, yeah, know, there's the hands-on interaction kind of thing right. is really much easier with fifteen to twenty people. Absolutely, and you know, for example, we work on business plans. You know, we vet your business plan. Uh, we help you to create it. We give you the template and the model. 
And then we sort of do not a shark tank, but kind of, you know, where we start to say, well, how does this really work? You know, if you're saying you're going to do this, what are your interim goals for this? And what are your KPIs or your, your key performance indicators? I know, John, you looked yeah. at me, so uh, spell, it, spell it out. KPI. But, this yeah, sounds KPIs. like something you eat when you're a field. Uh, okay. but, but yes, KPIs are crucial because at the end of the day, you need to know really what sort of progress am I making towards my goals. And by the time they get through with the I Speak Life Academy and really have an opportunity to really vet their business plan and all the different skill sets that we've given them in technology and finance and all those things, they feel more equipped to be able to do things. So we keep the class probably maximum 25, you know, mm. and then we just, we engage and, and we talk to them and give them feedback and, and they're ready to go. Wow. And you have to um, pay for the light bill and keep gas in your car. Mm -hmm. So what does it cost someone to uh, become engaged in one of these classes? Well, at the end of the day, you know, we provide value. That's the big thing. Right. So yeah. when they when they actually sign up for a session, we're looking at, you know, it's going to be anywhere from, depending on how long they're going to do, whether they're going to do the six months or they're going to do a year, it's 200 per session. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I know. It's, in the grand scheme of business, that's pretty darn inexpensive. You I, talk about a value. I know. Yeah, and value is value, man. But, but, John, listen to this. You know, we had uh, one of our recent uh, graduates that just finished with the I Speak Life Academy. She said, I had no idea that we were going to have this much information, these many links, and this much. Uh, we have videos, MP3s, all those different sure. things made available to us. And for the price, it's amazing. So. Wow. You know, that's a good thing. But yeah. we add value. At the end of the day, I can't tell you how many times I've been able to talk to someone and they did not have the some of the basic business skills that really would have put them over the top. And we make sure we hit on all those things to make sure they're readily equipped. And if you need follow-up or supplemental, the website and, oh, yeah. and uh, videos. Articles. And, I mean, I write, yeah. you know, frequently. Uh, as a matter of fact, I don't know if people – would be interested in this, but we have what is called the Monday Morning Leadership Minute. Every morning you get something in your inbox that really provides not only business tips, but also links to different articles, uh, podcasts. We just had uh, one of the executives at uh, FedEx on last week on my podcast. And it was actually, oh, oh, I see you have some of the articles. Yeah, That's I great, do. John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, that was uh, our <laughs> producer engineer, Lee Johnson, who's in Thank the next you, room. Thank you, Lee. Making sure that our mic levels are all intact, and the, yeah, that was that was Lee's doing. I can't credit. Lee is the due. man. Lee is the man, and uh, you know we got to take good care of Lee because Lee takes really good care of us. I see. Um, yeah, so yeah, here they are. Uh, he pulled them off your website. Very accessible, very easy to to get to, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, and great tips uh, that uh, you send out to help people. Daily, it's almost like um, the daily devotional that people yes. sometimes go to, yes. and uh, and it's like keeps everybody on track and keeps mm -hmm. them balanced and makes sure that the direction that they're headed in is a, the direction that they want to be going in, and all of it is Christ-centered and Bible-based, mm -hmm. which is what you're all about, and which is why I love having you on a show Thank called you. Living the Word. Because that's what you're doing. Amen. You are living the word every day. You know, and every day is not a it's not a cakewalk. But you know, every day is you know you got to walk this thing out. You know, I was I just flew back in. Hopefully, I have a couple of minutes to share with with you. But I just flew back in from Texas. Um, 
And I was there at a maximum security prison, uh, just sharing my faith and talking about the Lord, you know. And some of these inmates, this was the first time I ever had to wear a flak jacket. They actually made me put on a flak jacket because the guys had, they had had episodes the last two weeks where guys had really gotten out of control. They had stabbings. It was pretty bad, but. Well, the, the fact there. that you're only five foot four and 120 pounds <laughs> probably has something to do with you're not. That's I did I get that wrong? No, you got that wrong. Oh, I did. Okay, I'm so, small now. Yeah, so 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 tell folks because this is radio. So I I'm I'm looking at you and I'm going. Yeah, I can see why this guy played in the NFL. <laughs> I can see that he played for the New England Patriots yeah. because you are not an unimposing figure. Oh, you well. are a big, strong guy who obviously still works out pretty oh, actively yeah. because you are in good shape. It's nothing you. like wearing a sweater vest to <laughs> to make people recognize that um, – you you got to be pumping a little bit of iron, pal. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, I am. And, you, and you're not a dwarf among men. I am so, uh, I guess I would say consistent. You know, when yeah. I was, John, when mm-hmm. I was playing ball, I'm a shadow of what I used to be. I'm roughly 6'3", 250 pounds now. When I was playing ball, I had 9% body fat. I squatted over 800 pounds, and I benched over 500 pounds. Wow. And so now, you know, I just, I take it easy now, you know. <laughs> but... <laughs> But I remember those days just being ready. You had to be ready you yeah. know, for every play. And it's just so funny. I was not ready for the flak jacket when I got there well, to yeah, the no, prison. Yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt your story, <laughs> no, no, but I did okay. want to set the scene. You're so fine. here's a man who looks like, you know, you could be bouncing a couple of people without any problem. And they ask you to put on a flak jacket anyway. So this must right. have been uh, some rough territory. Very rough territory. And when I got in there and I began to share about Christ, I mean, just just the warfare that took place. Guys started screaming at me, get out of here. You don't need to be here. We don't want to hear that. But a very interesting thing happened, probably because I didn't let that deter me. I just kept on sharing. And a very interesting thing happened. After about five minutes, they became silent. And I was just steady sharing. You know, I told them about my, my upbringing, being homeless some days, not having food to eat, and, and telling them that I was one decision away from being where they are, you know, but they need to change, you know, where they are in life, and their current circumstances will not dictate where they're going to end up, but they have to make a choice, and it's going to require courage. And that by the time it was over, they were saying, hey, you know, can you come here? I want to talk to you, because <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't yeah. allow them, you know, out of their cells. And it was just a little maybe four by three opening in the glass where I could say something to them. And it was just- Are you talking inches? Yes, that's it. Oh yeah, I mean, it's, it was about like that. And and everything else was bars. And the bars had plexiglass over them. Yeah. So you couldn't, you couldn't interact with them other than that little opening. And when I would walk over to them afterwards, they were asking me, well, man, I know I've I know I've messed up, but, you know, what's what's in life for me now? You know, what can I do now? And it was just it was very humbling. And at the same time, trying to share a message of Christ with them, even though their circumstances were very difficult at that point. You know, that part really required something of me to be able to say it's it's okay. You're not hopeless. You know, God can still do something. You know, and don't don't lose sight of that. And do a big thing. Absolutely. Big thing. Absolutely. Yeah, because nothing is too small for him. That's right.
So that's an incredible story. So many people have never been to a prison before. I have no idea, Mm -hmm. let alone into a place where, despite the plexiglass and the bars Mm -hmm. and the fact that the opening is three inches by four inches, Mm -hmm. you still have to wear a flak jacket, which means that they were afraid that through that three-inch-by-four-inch slot, somebody who didn't like what you were saying could mm-hmm. project something that's at your it. body. That's right. And it would not, it would do some damage. That's what they have been having issues with. They create these weapons and then they wow. they shoot them through the <laughs> through the openings and I, I So chuckle, you accepted but... this invitation anyway. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Texas, how how did they get a hold of you? Oh, did... they right to the website. I mean, I So I somebody do... in Texas said, "Hey, we've got to get this guy in here." Absolutely. And not just Texas. <laughs> I I go all over, you know. I do a a monthly uh, thing for Chick-fil-A, you know, Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. Corporation, where sure. I do, you know, just sharing. But people reach out, and you go right to the website, and there's a booking form. Because I, I speak, whether it's corporate, Fortune 100, Fortune 500, or okay. high schools, you know. Yeah. I go into high schools and have a relevant message for each one, you know. But at the end of the day, people reach out, and they hit the booking link, and that's it. Come well, to you my tell inbox. them about Jesus. That's it. Every chance I get. Yeah. Well, yeah. good, man. That's the Great Commission. Thank you, brother. Uh, go yeah. there for and to make disciples. Amen. And uh, too few of us do that, especially in places like prisons. Yeah. And, um, and you know, not to uh, take anything away from high schools where kids need to hear it and from Fortune 100 companies mm-hmm. where executives need to hear it. Right. Uh, your diversity is just amazing. Thank you. And the fact that you said, you know, that you were homeless at, at one time, I'm, I'm looking at you and you look very upper middle class. Oh, well, thank you, you. I mean, well, you do. You've got this, you know, you you carry yourself well, you speak well. Thank you. You're very articulate, you dress well, and uh, I would never have guessed in, uh, you know, uh, you were you were born in what, Alabama, is that yep. what I Decatur? Decatur, Alabama. Yeah. Decatur, Alabama. Three sisters, I never knew my father, but my mom, you know, she, she sacrificed a lot for us, uh, and it was just, it was amazing. It, it taught us work ethic and how to be driven. Uh, now, as I've gotten older, you know, you have to have balance with that because if you're driven so much, as a matter of fact, here's the uh, here's the blog post on my blog there. You know, how do you use a veto power of balance to thrive in life and relationships? And yeah. that's got to have that balance. And I think that was a challenge for me because you want to achieve and be successful, right. but make sure you're not running from your past in that way. But, but the achievements by worldly standards are different than achievements by the Lord's standards. Absolutely. And so um, all of the accolades that we have, uh, you know, whether they're academic or business or whatever kind of successes by the world's standards uh, pale in comparison with what can be done with uh, somebody like Mother Teresa, mm-hmm. who goes into the slums of Calcutta sure. and deals with people. And, you know, I, I, you know, I don't want to put my stack of what I've done to, uh, try to forward the kingdom next to her stack because the humility is going to be too profound, uh, you know, just really, really profound Absolutely. if I have anything uh, to offer. But you uh, you wound up in Toledo from um, mm-hmm. from Alabama. Yeah, my mom moved to Toledo, and, and I thank God for that because she, you know, it was abject poverty where we were, and for her to take a risk and mm-hmm. to demonstrate courage by going there, it, it gave us all opportunities, you know, to do something different. And was life still easy? No, life wasn't easy, but, you know, it was better than what yeah. it was at that point. And so you had the opportunity. And how, how did you get into football? 
Oh my goodness! That, well, somebody probably John, spotted you and said, "A guy absolutely. this big has got to, you know." Like, John, yeah, it was amazing because you know I um, again I was experiencing some challenges in life and and things were very interesting uh, at that point. And a coach saw me one day and he said, "Son, I want you to come out and play some football." And I thought to myself, "Okay, you know I'm not really familiar with all that, but I'll try." And I. I'll never forget, you know, I, I thought to myself, I get a chance to run around and hit people and not get in trouble. <laughs> so I'm going to hit as many people as I can. <laughs> and, and it really, it led to me being one of the most heavily recruited athletes in all the country. And yeah. I had a lot of success. And, um, you know, I still hold all the records at Ohio University for sacks, uh, tackles for loss, calls for fumbles. I was the MVP my senior year. Yeah. So, well, yeah. no wonder the NFL pursues it. Yeah, it was. And, it was and a good you know, day. and it wasn't like you got with a shabby team. Not to say, I think you had a short career with Jackson. <laughs> yep, uh, very Jackson. short. That's yeah. where my injury took place. Yeah, yeah. And it, well, you know what? And that is the end of the career of so many people yeah. in professional football. But uh, you didn't come out with a concussion, and uh, you came out with, uh, well, look where the Lord has taken you. It's, uh, you know, his plan is, you know, you just never know. You and, never and know. All you got to do is say, please, you know, I'll, I'll follow. Uh, let your lamp be the light to my feet, and mm -hmm. uh, I may not know where I'm going. It's a stranger in a strange land, but I know you're going to take me someplace. Safe. That's right. Someplace where you want me to be. You have to be open to that. Yeah. You have to be open. Jason, I want to pick this up on the other side of the break. I want to let folks know that they can hear the, this podcast on whkwradio.com, and they're listening to Living the Word. I'm John Laughlin. I'll be back with Dr. Jason Carthen right after this. Welcome back to Living the Word. I'm John Laughman. I've been talking with Dr. Jason Carthen, who knows versatility. He knows heart, he knows teamwork, and he's the embodiment of passion, known as the leadership linebacker. Why? Well, because he's a former professional football player with the New England Patriots and a highly sought after international speaker in the areas of leadership, business, and identifying your purpose in life. And we've been talking about some of that purpose here just before the break. Uh, Jason, it's an incredible career that you've had, both as a professional athlete and now as an educator and a leader and uh, a lot of versatility. Among the things that we didn't touch in and I want to touch on is a Leadership of Tomorrow initiative. It's uh, relatively new, and it's something that uh, I hope you'll expound on a little bit for our listeners and for me. Absolutely. Yeah, I started the uh, Leaders of Tomorrow initiative uh, back in 2008, and the rationale was I would go into corporations and do the training and really want to help develop people. And I started seeing young people as really the foundation for doing that, you know, because by the time I would go in and talk to them as adults, you know what, I missed really that opportunity to do some of the forming. And so I started my foundation, at Leaders of Tomorrow Initiative, to really make sure I could uh, equip young people through the areas of leadership. And, you know, how young are you talking? Oh, my goodness. Well, we go into middle schools all the way up through college. <laughs> uh, got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So well, we would provide um, <clears throat> camps. We do school assemblies. We do outreaches as well. Uh, we go into juvenile prisons as well to talk to them. Um, so really it, it runs the gambit in that way. But, uh, one of the things that, 
I really wanted to see happen was that young people would really be equipped, you know, for life's possibilities, you know, and that's really why I created the foundation. We're very intentional uh, with the training and the leadership development and the mentoring. As a matter of fact, uh, we've been talking to uh, Tri-C about partnering with them to actually work with some of their students to really make sure they get all the things that we provide through our mentoring program. Well, very good. So you are not the Lone Ranger. Who else do you work with? Who well, is part of your team? Yeah, my bride works with me. Uh, Rodney Winters works with me. Uh, my bride is Mariti Carthen, <laughs> by the way. But yeah, and we also have partners. We have our mentors that, that do things with us as well. Uh-huh. Very good. So you go into a school yep. and you'll be dealing with, um, let's say, high school people. Um, mm-hmm. Guys, girls, both? Oh, both. Absolutely. Our, our goal, our mission is to equip the next generation for life's possibilities at the end of the day. And so when we go into a school, we actually are trying to identify who has that leadership capability. And if, they, if they're excited and they want to lead, but they may not necessarily know how, then they're a perfect fit for our leadership and mentoring program. And once they are tuned in and they're ready to go, we have an initial meeting. Um, and at that point, we do an assessment to see where you are, a leadership practices inventory assessment. And we do the student version so they can actually kind of see, okay, these are some things that I can do really well as a, as a young leader. These are some things I need to work on. And then we work on those. So we'll do six months uh, worth of character building, you know, and then we'll also do six months related to leadership development mm-hmm. in that way. So it's a year-long program. Once they sign up, they're working with their mentor. Uh, the mentor typically is expected to have at least one contact per week, you know, with them, whether in face or on the phone. Um, and then from there, we have quarterly come-together meetings where we'll just get pizza and talk about best practices, what's working, what's not working, where some things, some growth edges that we need to move towards in that way. And all of this from a biblical perspective. Absolutely. Well, and that's that's who I am. Yes. So, I mean, that, yeah, I, that yeah. comes out. <laughs> yeah, that, so that goes without saying. It's yeah. basically what you're saying. And it's very tough to do that in a secular setting like it is. a— um, are these public schools? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So uh, help me understand the process because I'm thinking that maybe someone is hearing this and they're going, wow, I'd like to get this into my school. How can I do it? What what goes on? Does the school request you? Do you go to a school and say, hey, we have this program available? Uh, how do you? Both they, and. Yeah. Okay. Both and. If they go and, to, excuse me, if they go to the website, uh, the lotinitiative.org, They'll the ask, lot, the L O T, mm-hmm. T H E, yep, the, the leaders of tomorrow. L O T, the lot. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, the, the lot, lot initiative dot org. Dot org. Yep. Okay, so yep. this one's a dot org. They can find out how to become sign up involved. for the. Uh, they can they can find out how to sign up with the mentoring program. They can find out how to sign up with our charity golf classic every year. Um, they can sign up to figure out exactly how they can volunteer, uh, to be a part of some of these school assemblies, all of that. If they go to the website, which is actually being updated right now, it's very robust, all the social media <laughs> links and all yeah, that stuff sure. has been added, you will be able to see all the different ways they can sign up, get involved, uh, whether it's through the Healthy Marriage uh, Initiative, all those different things as well. But if you go there, and you can also give us a call as well. Well, you know, I want to talk about the healthy marriage, but I want to mm-hmm. I want to get you know walk through this a little bit because if I'm a a high school principal 
Mm-hmm. And I hear about this guy who has this program mm-hmm. to help develop leaders. And I go, I think I'd like to get him into my school. Yes. So uh, he contacts you and says, could you come into um, um, my public elementary yes. or my pu- public uh, high school, let's say. Mm-hmm. And um, you say, sure, I will, I, I will come. And uh, how do you determine which students are the ones with whom you work and Perfect. are these kids who say, hey, I want to be part of this, or does the school throw this out? They, is it a, a massive assembly where you say, hey, now those of you who want to develop leadership skills, stick mm-hmm. around and we'll talk to you. And those who don't, well, you know, I, help me, Excellent help me question. walk through. Yeah, absolutely. I will tell you point by point, okay. one or two ways that it begins. Someone will call. They'll call our offices and they'll say, hey, you know what, we want you to come and talk to our students, you know, about character. I just did that at uh, Twinsburg, in Twinsburg, uh, where I talked to them about really the six pillars, you know, of character, trust, responsibility, respect, uh, fairness, caring, and then civic engagement. I talked to them about that, and then I get a poll. I ask people, who, who wants to be a part of this? Who wants to walk out their destiny on a daily basis? You know, here's some ways you can do that. And as long as I've cleared it with the principal and they want to start something like that, then we have our initial meeting to say, okay, who wants to sign up? And if there are teachers that say, okay, I want uh, Johnny and Susie to sign up, then they will go ahead and say, let's get them signed up. And then they get paired up with our mentors. And then that starts the process. And this is, these are the adults. The yes. mentors are the adults. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. And so these are volunteers who say, I want to take a young person under my wing yes. and be responsible for help guiding them along. It's sort of like the Timothy Paul thing. Yes, and, absolutely. Um, and they've been, they've been trained. They've been vetted. We've done background checks on them. We do a full half-day training with all of our mentors at Indiana Western University in their uh-huh. classrooms. Uh, and we actually take them through the do's and the don'ts. Uh, they sign a youth protection policy, all those different things to really get them ready. And then they begin their process, you know, mm-hmm. to see um, really how they can speak into a young person's life. Like I said, the first six months, character. Second six months, we're dealing more with the leadership components and how we can develop you know, that way. So out of a school the size of, say, Twinsburg High School, mm-hmm. what, uh, how many students will end up coming to you and saying, or teachers will say, you you know, let's work with so-and-so and so-and-so. Uh, what, what would a group size be? Yeah, well, what we try to do is keep it to one-by-one one with our mentors, so our largest, uh, yeah, we can't. Oh, sure, we well, always that makes have, sense. It's better. It's <laughs> we, better to be to one-on-one is so much better than Yeah, a, a absolutely. And yeah. max, we'd have two to one. But at the end of the day, we like to stay around 29 to 30. Uh, right now, and I shared it uh, before we came back from the break, that we're working now with uh, Tri-C. We're in preliminary discussions with Tri-C to see about really partnering with some of their students that need this sort of mentoring and assistance in this way. And they're really excited about the Leaders of Tomorrow initiative and what we're doing on the mentoring side. So they want us to really move towards 40, you know, mm-hmm. mentoring 40 students in total. And, and we may be able to do that. And my wife was actually in, in conversations with their leadership as well to see about next steps and what that would look like. Uh, but I, I just want to make sure people understand if they want to get something like this started, all they need to do is call. Um, and then we've also had people sign up when I've done a school assembly. You know, if I'm in front of, you know, 500, 600 students, I'll ask them, you know, who wants to be involved? It's also a great segue to get them involved with our camp. We typically have a camp every year. Uh, 
it's a one-day camp, um, and it's an opportunity to partner and be under the tutelage of uh, former NFL players, high school, not high school, but college coaches, and they really come in and give these guys a lot of uh, training and development, and they help them. Yeah, I know you had affiliations uh, at some point with FCA. Yes. Don't know if you still do. So I'm hearing this, and I'm thinking this is a, a little like a magnified huddle. Yes. And uh, which is what uh, FCA calls, you know, groups of, of young athletes. But this isn't necessarily athletes. This no. would be guys and girls. Your one-day camp is held where? Uh, well, we've held it at Kent State University. We've held it at Twinsburg, and they they have a fantastic uh, athletic facility. But yeah, for the most part, it's been at Kent State. Yeah. So, but not necessarily for athletes. It no. just happens to be that's the venue. Absolutely. Okay, and mm-hmm. so you'll have these motivational speakers come in mm-hmm. and talk with these young people. And what uh, what kind of a capacity does your camp have? What do you uh, can you handle uh, a our, couple of hundred? Uh, our top has been four hundred. 400. Wow. 400. That's a lot yeah. of kids you're impacting. A lot of kids and a lot of great volunteers, fantastic volunteers, because they come and they give up their time. And you know how young people are. They want to run around, do all these things. Yeah. And it's just important to have good people. And, and we've done that. We've had coaches that, you know, they're just great people. And they come in, former NFL players come in, uh, current players as well that will come and share, you know, the message of hope with Christ. But then also, what it takes to, to demonstrate success, you know, discipline, hard work, all those things, self-confidence as well. Right. And yeah. so it, it's not just here that you work, but also in a capacity as uh, someone who deals with uh, marriages, healthy marriage courses. Yes. Yeah. A, a few a few years ago, I say a few, but it's probably been maybe four, um, the Governor's Office of Faith-Based and Community Initiatives set forth a grant, you know, to say – we want people to stem the tide of divorce, you know, uh-huh. and I this signed is Governor up Kasich before. OK, Governor, yeah. Pre, Pre-Governor Kasich. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so through their office, they had this and we wrote a grant for it and received a grant and we started the Healthy Marriage Initiative. So we would go every it was really every month, uh, once a month. We would have two days where people would come together, and it was like a date night setting. But we talked about the foundations of marriage, trust, responsibility, intimacy, uh, dealing with conflict, all those different things. And it was just a a naturally uh, engaging environment where people really enjoyed it. It was great. And by having these uh, couples come in, they were couples that were engaged, couples that had been married for one year, two years, or ten years. They would come in. And it was their way of coming back to the basics, you know, and that was the whole idea of healthy marriage. And it wasn't always, how do I put it? There were some tough conversations in there, but I mean, that's how marriage is at the end of the day. And it it really served to bless people because we had the foundations of Christ in there, uh, love, forgiveness, understanding that no one's perfect. You're going to have disagreements, but then also talking about finance, relationships, all that stuff as well. They work well. Great. And is that ongoing now? My wife and I, yes. We actually, we're, we're talking about doing a second quarter 2015. 2015. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is and, already upon us. Yeah, it's going to, it's never, not far from here. Uh-huh. Um, and if folks want to find more about this, where do they go? They go to the lotinitiative.org.
Okay, lot, L-O-T, initiative.org to find out more about this, uh, as opposed to your umbrella ministry, Mm -hmm. which is Jason Carthen, C-A-R-T-H-E-N, dot com. Yes. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Boy, you are two different tracks. I'm glad you made that distinction, too, because, again, if you go back to the really why I formed them, there was a corporate side of things where it was it was almost like, okay, I can't even share some of the things that I want to share about my faith. So uh-huh. I created that side of it with Jason Carthen Enterprises. So it's when you go to jasoncarthen.com, you'll see all that stuff, the consulting, the training, coaching, all of that. But then the foundation side is really where I have a chance to go into the community, be very intentional with helping people with relationships and young people and mentoring at the lotinitiative.org. Mm. Well, yeah. very good. And also, now, a TV host, TV, I, I, I saw NBC, ABC. Yes. Yes. I mean, so talk a little about that. Absolutely. Yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm frequently invited to come on shows, and, and thank you for having me on today. Yeah, well, <laughs> because, entirely my pleasure, um, believe me. And whether it's uh, NBC, uh, whether it's ABC or ESPN, they'll bring me on and just to share you know, my, you know, I hate to say it, but my expertise, you know, about certain topics relative to whether it's leadership or handling conflict or personality assessments, whatever it may be. Uh, For example, if you have some things that make the headlines, uh, people will ask me to come in and say, what are your thoughts on that? What do you think contributed to that? And so I'll offer my opinion in that way. Mm. So, Um, Boy, I can imagine the NFL could really use you. And, well, uh, yeah, I mean, with so many going on. different things that are going on in the NFL and mm-hmm. so many young players, I don't know much about American football, mm-hmm. but I do know that there are a lot of players who are, are shuffled through colleges and academics are not at the forefront uh, or uh, maturity as a human being or dealing with um, wow. you know, life's problems. And that's just not what it's about. It's about how many tackles can you make or how many yards can you run um, or how many catches can you. And, and then they get out into the world of NFL where they get a bunch of money dumped on them that's right. and they don't know what to do with the money oh. and they don't know how to deal with life. And I, and they're 21 years 21 old. 21 max. Tw- yeah, 21 <laughs> max, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, And it's like all they know is this thing that they've been really good at their entire lives and they've been pushed toward. But there's a whole lot more to life. Oh, my goodness. And uh, John, you are you're touching on a a point uh, that I I think about all the time because I remember my story. I remember my transition into the National Football League and then also the transition out. You know, I think there's two conversations that run on two different tracks here. When you have someone that is actually coming into the league and then someone who's transitioning out. Both uh, are very perilous because you have people that they just don't know. 2021, they're coming in. They don't realize, and no one told me this, that, you know, I was going to be in a 40% tax bracket. They were going to take half of my <laughs> half yeah. of my check. Um, I was going to have to pay union dues. I was going to have to do all these things. And on top of that, I was only going to be paid for five months out of the year. So I had to balance the budget and, and know exactly what I needed to do. And quite frankly, I didn't understand that stuff at 20. You know, it was just one of those things. How many 20-year-olds do? Right, right. So, you know. Especially those who are getting six-figure salaries. Right, absolutely. You just, there are so many things that you have to deal with. And it's almost like a minefield. And in order to be able to navigate it, you need someone to walk along with you 
um, that will be able to help you. Now, in that second part of that conversation are the individuals that transition out because if your entire life you have been applauded, you have yeah, been you are told, celebrity. Absolutely, you have you been. Are, you are. You all of a sudden, like people come to you and say, "Hey, would you endorse my car dealership?" Right, right. And even or, and even if you even if you have not been doing the endorsements, just being a part of a the team. NFL? Yeah, this guy's absolutely. a professional football player. It's, and go get his autograph. Right, for Pete's sake, right. Because you know, you're, these guys are few and far between. That's right. And now it's all of a rare. sudden, you've been uh, escalated in a mercurial way yeah. to the top of the athletic spectrum in a sport that is the beloved American sport, and you are somebody. Yeah, absolutely. But the bad part is, uh, even if you are somebody by the world standards and by what society would say, your maturity level hasn't caught up yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that's, that's the challenge. That's what I try to talk to people about because, you know, we're all in a state of becoming. None of us have arrived, even right now, you know. And so when you're at such a young age and you're trying to make that leap, you just don't have the tools to be able to do it. Right. You simply don't. Now, the flip side of that is when you transition out of the league and no one tells you to to uh, make sure that your next job interview that you go on, you know, you're ready to talk to them and, and make sure you're hitting on all the points of how you're going to add value to their company or their organization – no one tells you that. No one's telling you, hey, make sure that some of the aggression that you used to demonstrate on the field, you don't bring that home with you. You don't bring that into the workplace. They don't They don't tell you that, you know? And so it's hard to make that leap, but it's almost like once you are done, you know, whether it's the NBA, Major League Baseball, uh, NFL, no one tells you, hey, you're still important. We're going to help you transition. They essentially say, okay, thank you for your service. That's it. Yeah, and, and you're no longer abrupt. anybody special. That's right. And you're no longer, you know, now you're just a regular person who probably doesn't even have a college degree. That's that's right. Because typically, you, because you, yeah, you left early and uh, to go to go have a career. Right. And now, um, as long as you didn't spend most of that uh, five months worth of salary on bling, yeah, uh, you, <laughs> yeah, you've got, you know, hopefully you'll have the. Uh, wherewithal to have invested it someplace, recognizing that your career is what on average three years. No, two. two, two years now. Two years yeah. is an average career in the NFL, right. and from there on, pal, at the age of twenty something, right. you are now um, out in the cruel world, being a regular person who doesn't have a college degree and needs a job. Yeah, and you know what? If we can, if we can really bring it home and, and give a great example. You you take someone who has worked thirty years at the post office, okay, and they're ready to transition. They've they've put their time in. It's going to be difficult for them to transition because that has been their identity for thirty years. Right. Psychologically and emotionally, you're tied to that job. When you have someone who's been playing ball all these years and then now they're expected to transition, but they don't have the resources, they don't have the emotional maturity or just the intellectual maturity as well, it can be devastating. That's why we see these headlines of these young people that do really strange things, you know, after they've transitioned or after they've been injured in some ways. Mm, wow. Uh, yeah, I can imagine the kind of counseling that uh, you could provide to those people. I'd love be, to. I think it would be great. Invaluable. But, I mean, that the Lord has you where he wants you. That's and right. he has you in, in high schools, and he has you in Fortune Colleges 100 and, and Fortune mm-hmm. 500 uh, companies. And he, and he managed to uh, 
get you a PhD with uh, some pretty prestigious <laughs> credentials. Thank you, in sir. In some good places, and uh, he's using you where he wants you. Who knows? That NFL thing uh, just may come about, but uh, you've got your fingers, as I said at the beginning of the interview, in a lot of pies. Yes. And uh, folks can avail themselves of your abilities and the uh, the products that you've honed mm-hmm. in in being able to help folks in, in the ways that you can uh, simply by going to your website and checking you out at jasoncarthen.com, uh, yeah. C-A-R-T-H-E-N. Yep. And I said it earlier, I, I had misspelled your name. So, And if uh, they go there too, John, one of the things I love that you just shared about the products, you'll see all the different uh, improvement products that I have there, my DVDs, my MP3s, uh, my publications, all of that stuff is there. We're now offering live stream, you know, some of the things associated with I Speak Life Academy. So if people can't get down to IWU or some of our other partners across the country, they just tune in live stream now. So it works well. Very good. And you were probably a marketing major, I can tell. <laughs> Either that or, you know, somebody has done a really good job. But well, I'll tell you. you what, man, you've given me motivation. <laughs> All and right. I've only been sitting here with you for a little while. It's been it's been incredible. So uh what uh, are, you, are you still doing any TV at all? No, not at this point. I would love to. I've I've actually. Uh, wait, wait, then, but then again, you need four hours of sleep a night. <laughs> just know? four, just yeah. four. <laughs> so, yeah. But but I would love to be able to encourage people, whether it's through TV or radio. You know, I've thought about that. People tell me all the time, you have a radio voice, and I yeah, go, well, "There's no doubt about it. Much oh, well, better than mine." You. Oh no, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. your voice is distinctive. No, no, no. I know. Okay. But <laughs> but let's, it's not, you. <laughs> let's not go there. But yes, yeah, I could see that. I could yeah. see you uh, hosting a radio show and. Uh, a call-in show, maybe, oh, where folks um, go, hey, I'm dealing with this. Uh, any advice on what kind of uh, direction you can offer me? And, uh, yeah. yeah, that uh, that could happen easily, especially with, like, w- when you talked about the points that you cover, mm-hmm. you said uh, there's a half a dozen points, and you just rattle them off, bing, bing, yeah. bing, bing, bing. Um, and- w- what do, uh, among those, I'm sure that all of them are very important, but mm-hmm. if you had to pick one that you just thought was the point in the last minute that we have, what, what, what would it be? From the character or just points in life? Well, it's points in life. Okay. Well, I tell people all the time, four Ps, purpose, passion, persistence, and partnership. And the reason why I say four Ps is easy to remember, but you have to be tied to your purpose. Once you have purpose, you can be passionate. You can get up every morning, your feet hit the floor, do what you need to do. You're going to have to make sure you're persistent after that because life is going to come in, try and knock you down and really give you a difficult time. And the last one, when you are partnering with others, we understand we have not gotten to where we are by ourselves. And you're going to need that help. Amen. And it comes from Jesus. All right. That's As it. As we know. All <laughs> right. It. Jason, it has been a pleasure chatting with you. Thanks Thank so much. You. I'm going to admonish our listeners, as I always do at the end of the shows, in everything you do, friends, by the power of the Holy Spirit, please continue living the world.